softening motherfucker back in here for his internship he is griffin's intern quotient my bitch oh my god it's going really well here um they gave me a bottle of water (laughs) we beat him in first this is the big turkey and the fat american dream if you have not figured that out our email is the big turkey podcast at gmail.com Go rate us on iTunes or any platform that has a rating system. Give us five stars. We only want the best. Five stars or nothing. You can give us five stars and give us an awful comment like most people have done. (laughs) About their penis growing a lot. And remember, we are a podcast for the champions of the paranormal. If you are not a champion, do not listen to us. But still give us... You are all champions. That you are listening, you are now a champion. You are one of us. I tell you what, become one of our flock. I know it's not a flock. What is it called, Griffin? A rafter. Rafter. Come a part of our rafter. You'll hear that at the end. You'll know how to become a rafter of the big turkey. A rafter is a group of turkey, by the way. So become a turkey with us. Yeah. Aaron, you're a turkey, aren't you? A big fat one. Yep. Aaron is donating a dollar a month. (laughs) Yep. He's six stang, 420 pounds. Oh, my gosh. That's me. Um, All right, we got to get into something nice. today. Listen, today we are talking about Mothman. 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 Aaron, what are we talking about? Uh, owls. You guys Pretty much, though, for real, though. <laughs> All right, listen. I'm going to do something that a lot of other podcasts have not done. Everyone has covered a Mothman of some type. They've done it all. Okay? Yep. So many other podcasts have not done the full history of the actual city of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, where the Mothman is said to be. Aaron, go ahead and tell me what you were just talking about without, with not being on air. Aaron's been talking about how he's redone his toilet. He put it in a new toilet, and he's been talking about what? What does it do, Aaron, specifically, that outdoes all other toilets in this world? Uh, it flushes golf balls. How many golf balls? Uh, the the box said it could flush a whole basket full of golf balls. But have you tested this yet? Uh, no, I was gonna. You're in luck. We have a basket of golf balls. <laughs> <laughs> and after this podcast is recorded, we are headed to Aaron's house, and me and Griffin are gonna flush golf balls down his motherfucking toilet. It's gonna be a fun time. Oh man! I don't know if that's gonna be good for the septic system, but we can try it. <laughs> it's just gonna be your. It it'll probably American clear it out. Let's yeah, see. I put some red X down it. Whatever. Whatever. Isn't that toilet just the great American dream, man? It is. It is the big fat turkey and the fat American dream. I said that wrong. We don't even remember our podcast. This name. is big turkey and the fat American dream. Actually, it's an American standard, but. Oh, my gosh. Griffin, you can say it. Griffin's pointing. Uh, If you guys can't see him on the live stream, Griffin is pointing to me to get something. But you got to say it into the microphone, like physically up to the (laughs) microphone. You have to say it. So, Aaron, we decided to get you a gift to show our respects for you being on our podcast. Yes, we got you an appreciation gift like we give to most gifts. Yeah. Are you ready? If I hand you, I want you to close your eyes and describe what you're feeling now. 
You really have to do it. Put one hand over your right. eyes. Okay, okay. Okay. I, I will keep, do that. Keep close to the mic and you tell me. What does it feel like? Um, a dog bone. No. Uh, testicles. <laughs> it feels like testicles. Open your eyes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's huh. not testicles, people. I was very close. <laughs> By the way, those are for me and Tyler. <laughs> no. We got them. Oh, well, thank you. Guys. It's a candy heart full of Skittles. Oh, man. All right, guys. Are you ready for this? Yes. Are yes. you ready for a history lesson at Point Pleasant, West Virginia? Yes. Yeah. Are you ready to go to sleep? Yeah. Oh, I just thought you you were going way too loud on that mic. It's going to be muffled. But I like your uh, enthusiasm. Aaron, yeah. do you like his enthusiasm? Yes. What do you What do you like about it? Uh, I like his hair. Thank you. Yeah, he looks like a. I'm a goofy goober. <laughs> yeah. Point Pleasant, West Virginia, is a town on the Ohio River. A little history of the town. Okay, I'm gonna give you a little history of the area. In 19 1949. No. <coughs> In 1749, a French explorer named Paris Joseph Clarion Belleville claimed the French jurisdiction. That name is too long. I'm just going to call him Joseph. So he claimed the jurisdiction over the Ohio River or the Ohio Valley. What are you guys laughing at already? Joseph. <laughs> it's, it's part of Paris Joseph Salon de Belleville. Bear, so bearing the lead plague at the meeting point of the Ohio and Kanagawa and English representatives. Okay, so at the, I'm sorry, everyone. So he he uh, claimed the area at the Ohio River and the Kanagawa River. Joe's Joe's expedition was diplomat a, <laughs> a diplomatic failure, boys. Since the local tribes remained pro-English and English representatives in the region refused to go away. Do you know why that was, Aaron? Um, no. <laughs> no this was the introduction to the series of incidents that would lead to the loss of New France. Did you guys know the Ohio Valley down south by the Ohio River was once known as New France for like a month? I thought there was a city still named after Listen. And the domination of the Eastern North American by the British Empire following the defeat of France in the French and Indian War, 1754 to 1763. So there's a little history. I'm going to give you some more history. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. All right. This, you got you to stop screaming in the microphone. You're, you guys, you're, you're making it go crazy. So imagine, Aaron, the expedition can nevertheless be seen as more positive turns as a geo geographic project since Joe since Joseph's expedition was the starting point of the first map of the Ohio Valley believe it or not so he was the first map maker of the Ohio Valley good for him okay imagine I know you're this is hard for you use your imagination it's 1770 or yeah 1770 All right, my clothes are itchy probably hot outside <laughs> <laughs> humid smells like hog shit <laughs> colonel george washington visited the area that would become point pleasant all right mind blown he actually had wooden teeth then that's a myth then oh, okay. went miles up to the great Kanagawa river and later reported that the country has a buns an abundant of buffalo and wild game of all kinds that would 
fall. I have no clue what that means. And there being bottoms of great and many small grassy ponds and lakes and that are full of swan, geese, and ducks. So he was like, hey, I went around the Ohio Valley and I noticed they have a lot of shit. <laughs> right? Okay. Am I right? Am I wrong? You're right. <laughs> Sounds fun down there. So the Battle of Point Pleasant. We are now in 1774. It is October, Aaron. Tell me how it feels. 1774 October Point Pleasant. Well, that was it was not known as Point Pleasant right now. How it feels? Um, well, October. Um, I'd probably still be fishing. Griffin, how does it feel in Point Pleasant, West Virginia? That's not known as Point Pleasant yet in October 1774. Depressing. <laughs> you win a new car. <laughs> On the future side of the town, over 1,000 Virginia militiamen, led by Colonel Andrew Lewis, if you guys don't know who Andrew Lewis is, I don't either, defeated the approximately 1,000 Shawnee and Mingo warriors, led by the Shawnee chief, listen to this, Chief Cornstalk. Huh. He was an Indian. Good uh, name. Shawnee tribe. So, uh, I lost my spot. Somebody talk while I find it. Wait, was Cornstalk... Cornstalk was an Indian. From King of the Hill? I have no idea. Wait. <laughs> I need to look it up. Oh. It's oh. Chief Cornstalk. Okay. Ready? Yes. Are you guys ready? Yes. The event is celebrated locally as the first battle of the American Revolutionary War. But by historians, they say this is drastically wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mason County was carved out of Conagua County in 1804. Point Pleasant was designated as the county seat at the time. According to historian Virgil A. Lewis, Point Pleasant did not flourish for many years. After the turn of the century, there was no church for more than 50 years. The society at a Loeb. There it was a popular superstition that became the... Fittish murder of Cornstalk there in 1777. The place was laid under curse for a hundred years. So, from when Cornstalk died, I believe it was 1774, that laid curse on the area. And Cornstalk was murdered alongside with his son in that. So, just FYI. Well, that's shitty. <laughs> he was Native American. Point Pleasant was incorporated in 1883. All right. A small historic town. That is in my notes. That is what I wrote. Now, into the myth of the Mothman himself. Oh, fuck. We haven't been recording this whole time. Are you kidding? Yeah. I thought the look that these guys just gave me. Griffin, into Mothman himself. Can you tell me anything what you guys think of Mothman? Just description. Give me some descriptions. He's scary. Okay, yes, that is very descriptive. Aaron. Aaron is chewing food into a microphone. I don't know if you can hear this. That is the big part of the That's no-no like... in the microphone community. Do not fucking chew. He just ate that whole thing of Skittles, by the way. Oh, jeez. Aaron, give me a description of the Mothman. Um, he's got big red eyes, and he's really Perfect. scary. Perfect. That's looking. what I was looking for. Big red eyes. Now into the Mothman himself. Like I said, Mothman was a winged 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 humanoid do you know what a humanoid is yes. it's like a mystical creature that almost looks like human yeah like goat man oh my gosh don't get me started on the goat man we are doing an episode on the goat man whether you guys like it or not is it something like bestiality oh my gosh Griffin. Oh, Jesus. i don't know what give me what does that mean what does that mean you impregnate an animal 
Well, I don't think that's... You know, uh, I don't want to get into Goatman, but that's one of the legends around there that the, the goat uh, farmer fucked the goat and made Goatman. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's... Okay, I'm sorry. Now we're bouncing back. Different episode. Different episode. So I told you guys, Mothman had wings. Yes. Mothman was a name given to to him by the, the creature of, you know, by local newspapers. So yes, a lot of people report it like more owl-like than that. And it's described that the his head was like in the center of his body. It was just a part of the center of his body. Yes. So the colors vary from black to gray to brown to white. Ability to fly over 100 miles has been reported multiple times. 100 miles an hour, I want to add to that. Yes. Sometimes he is described of not having a head, two huge red eyes in the center of his chest, like I said. These eyes are reported to be glowing, at least reflective. He can fold his wings back and walk like a penguin. That was reported by one man in the local newspaper down there. When he flies, he unfolds his wings and shoots straight up into the air. That's crazy. Yes. Very crazy. So, uh, side note, Mothman was uh, fuck, a villain or something in a Batman. Yeah, or I want to say Batman. One of, the, one of those things. I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's. I think that's where they got the name. I think it was from a comic book, Griffin. Definitely before all three of our times. Maybe you guys. When he flies, he unfolds his wings and flies straight up. Like I said, he can fly much faster than any bird should be able to fly. And measured by those victims who suffered from what they seem to be Mothman's favorite activity. Do you know what it is? Sex. No. Chasing cars. Uh He'll fly right in front of them and even sometimes right directly onto the roof. Mothman is a badass. He's a horny man. Oh my gosh, Griffin. (laughs) November 12th, 1966. Five men were digging a grave, okay? They were grave diggers at the cemetery of Clinton, West Virginia, claimed to see a man flying low from the trees just right over their head. I do want to add that um, the teenagers have seen him oh, after that. We'll get to it. Okay. There was some Hold your... There's a lot of color discrepancies between... What color he was? Yes, yes. Like the the color, like the actual color of Mothman. I think the grave diggers actually reported him as black, and then the next people said he was white. That could just be the time of day. Yeah, I mean, you kind of get when it's pitch black outside. Who knows? Yeah. Why are you standing? My butt itches, bro. (laughs) Jeez. Okay, November. I'm giving you the timeline now. So that occurrence of the grave diggers occurred November twelfth, nineteen sixty-six. I also heard a variation where it was uh, five pilots, and I put that in here somewhere. So, November 15th, 1966, two days following that, the couples named Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Millett told cops they saw a huge gray creatures with eyes that glowed red when the car's headlights picked it up. So, large flying 10-foot with a 10-foot wingspan following the car while they were driving to the area known as TNT Area, the site of a World War II uh, munitions plant. They were probably getting it on. Well, that, and they were probably on LSD. Well, they were headed to go check out the old ammunition plant where there's all sorts of, like, bunker stuff where they tested the ammunition, I think, down there. 
Why would you get it on there? I, I have no idea. They're teenagers, that, that, Okay, Griffin. that is why people die in horror movies. Well, 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 well. Two volunteer firemen saw it and reported it as a large bird with red eyes. So here's a common occurrence. Large with red eyes. Yes. Mason County Sheriff George Johnson commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusual large heron. He termed to be a shit's poke. <laughs> I probably read that one wrong. We'll leave it there. Shit poke. Contractor Noel Partridge told Sheriff Johnson when he aimed a flash- flashlight at Mothman, its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors. A blame buzzing noises from his television set and the disappearance of the dog... He blamed on Mothman. So everything went crazy. His dog went missing, and he's like, fuck, there's Mothman. So mm-hmm. Mothman did it. Wildlife biologist Dr. Robert L. Smith from West Virginia University told reporters that descriptions and sightings of the Sandhill Crane would be similar to the Mothman, a large American crane almost as high as a man with a seven-foot wingspan. Featuring circles of reddish colors around the eyes. The bird may have wandered out of its migration route. I have never seen a crane like this, this far up by the Ohio Valley. Have you guys? Well, I haven't particularly spent a lot of time near the Ohio Valley. Fair. I'm going to tell you. December 15th, 1967. There was a bridge called the Silver Bridge that linked Ohio to West Virginia. Uh, many people were Christmas shopping over the river in Ohio. The bridge had collapsed. 46 people died, and the incident gave rise to the legend in connection with the Mothman sightings at the bridge collapse. Many people said they saw the Mothman there days prior to it, and that links Mothman to being this mystical creature that shows up when bad things happen, and he was supposed to be this warning. But there's more. If you just read into what I said, like everything with Mothman, there's more fucking shit going on in this town. We have been talking about as a group collectively over the week. This town's got so much fucked up shit going on. Yeah. So moving on. The bridge did collapse, and that is terrible that this 46 people died. It was reported that there was like Christmas presents moving around. You guys keep moving, and I keep hearing the bar move. You're bothering the hell out of me. <laughs> All right, the incident gave rise to the legend. In 1979, fishermen in the TNT area reported that chemicals had been left to seep into the ponds, causing it to be labeled an environmental disaster. By the year 1983, the TNT area was among the country's most polluted sites, and the EPA did step in. That's crazy, because that's where we're going to keep going. There's some more stuff to this. Two, this is just a random sighting I had to add in. 2016, WCHS-TV published a photo of a uh, supposable picture of Mothman taken by the anonymous man while driving on Route 2, which is just outside of Point Pleasant. Over the next year in Point Pleasant, there were 100 sightings. This is 1966. In 1966, there was over 100 sightings within this time period. These are all un- unidentified reports. Mothman witnesses were also, okay, here we go. The people that actually had contacted the police and contacted and were telling people their story of the Mothman, they were contacted and harassed by the men in black, the infamous men in black. 
here's where I was like, what? Where the fuck did that? I've never looked into this. And I, you know, unfortunately, I was so burned. I watched probably 20 hours in the past week of Mothman documentaries, like on the TV and YouTube, just everything. And then I was like, the Men in Black and nothing to fuck with. Uh, if you don't know about the Men in Black of Mothman, Google it. But we are going to give some short information on it. So maybe this will hype your curiosity. Uh, are you guys ready for this? Yes. How ready? I'm really wet, ready. What? Wetty? Wetty. Okay. Over Mothman was the strange sightings all seemed to slow down after the collapse of the bridge in '67. Legends of okay, legends from Shawnee India lore mention creatures resembling Mothman. Uh, it was called the uh, Mazangui. That's completely pronounced wrong. Is a Lenape mask spirit, a powerful sacred medicine spirit who maintains the balance of nature. Appears to the men in the dreams and is focused on certain traditional Lenape religious rituals. Mazing is usually told to be a supernatural face, one half colored red and the other half colored black. Mm, it's pronounced Mazing. I'm. Mazing is usually told to be a protector of all animals of the forest and mostly associated with deer. Some people describe Mazing as taking human forward and riding through the woods on the back of a deer. Mm. Helping respectful hunters, punishing those who disrespect the forest. Okay. That's uh, interesting. The whoop. Uh, it's called the Wapi legend. is also similar in the part of Shawnee folklore that a family of Indians close to white hawks living in the forest near Point Pleasant. Uh, okay, let's keep going. I'm, I'm going to keep going, guys. Some say Mothman is a demon. Some say he is an angel. An angel? Yeah, he's got wings. But he causes disasters? Some people say he warns people of disasters. Some say people say he causes the disasters. I agree more on the demon side. Yeah. So maybe a blood curse was placed on the town by Chief Cornstalk, who was murdered with his son in the area. Like I had mentioned earlier. I had a woman here. This is going to the men in black. I'm just going to call her by her first name because many people have heard of her. We'll call her Connie because that's her name. Connie had witnessed Mothman in 1966 and reported it. Great creature standing on a golf course near Mason, West Virginia. The thing suddenly flew straight at her car, November 27th, 1966, at about 10.30 in the morning. All right, that's when it happened. So Connie had gotten married and moved over the river to Ohio, believe it or not. Right over the river. So this was right after she got married, she moved over there. Now I've got certain times. At 8.15 a.m., Aaron and Griffin, February 22nd, 1967. So a couple months after the sighting of Mothman. Connie had left her house to go to school as she started walking down the street at a large uh, down the street a large black car pulled up beside her dun 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 the man of the car opened the door and signaled for her to come over thinking he was seeking directions Connie approached him he was young clean cut probably about 25 wearing a colorful mod shirt no jacket and it was bitter cold and nearly and neatly combed hair, and he he appeared to be sustained. So he was a he was a good-looking guy. That was wearing nice clothes. 
in West Virginia, which was very, or this was over the river in Southern Ohio, which was very odd. <laughs> mm. I've seen the people down there. Yeah, me too. Connie said the car appeared to be new inside and out, though it was a vintage model. As she got close, the man grabbed her, but she struggled and ran away. Ba- uh, so that man tried to grab her up, and she, she will not talk about this incident, but her husband does. And in the following week or so, there was a note left on her door. I did see that in one of the documentaries. Yeah, so the note read something, uh, I can get you at any time, basically, is what the note read. Yeah. So she will not talk about it, but the husband. Yeah, he talks. she's freaked out about it. She still is. So Mothman witness uh, Marcella Burnett and her small daughter Tina were driving just outside Point Pleasant when a red Ford Galaxy began following her. The driver appeared to be wearing a bushy wig. She slowed down for the vehicle to pass her, but instead it tried to force them off the narrow dirt road. Blocking her path, Markella warned her daughter to hold as she hit the gas pedal to the floor. The stranger in the red Ford pulled away hastily and allowed her to pass. She'd never seen the man before and never saw him again. There are many more Men in Black stories that revolved around the Math Man. We will save them for the Men in Black episode we did. Kind of surprises Men in Black dressed um, differently than the normal. Yeah, oh man, there's all sorts of stuff that goes with this. I thought more Men in Black wore like trench closes and stuff. Yeah. There's all the. I want to interrupt you real quick. Is that okay. the chair from the Ed Gein episode you were talking about from, like, the 1920s? Yes, everyone go listen to the, all my episodes. <laughs> and go rate us real quick. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron, for bringing that up. Five stars only. So Men in Black and the, and the uh, Mothman, they were trying to quiet it down, which is whatever. What was so weird, too, also, and I don't have this in my notes. It's just from everything that I've researched. and I'm sure a lot of people that know about the Mothman already, I really don't have to be speaking about this. So, during the bridge, there was, around the area, there was UFO sightings that were happening all during this time. Reported UFO sightings. It's, there was, on all these documentaries, they have the, the same couple talk about the UFOs they would see, and then the Mothman going on. During the bridge collapse, it was reported that the bridge collapsed, but as the bridge collapsed, everyone was focused, you know, on that fucking bridge collapse. They didn't see all the UFOs that were leaving the TNT area, which was weird. And I think that attributes to maybe some of the pollution. Well, I want to say that contributes to, uh, you know, we got to think about what else was popular in West Virginia in 1966. Uh, LSD and moonshine. There was no way LSD would hit West Virginia. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> West Virginia was meth. Oh, okay. It's a hell of a drug. Yep. So, the Silver Bridge was an eyebar chain suspension bridge that was built in 1928 and named for the color of its aluminum plant paint. The bridge carried over U.S. Route 35 over the Ohio River, connecting Point Pleasant, West Virginia to Gallipolis, Ohio. The Mothman and the bridge disaster were directly related. <laughs> this is my notes. This is from a quote. Some claim to have spotted the Mothman near the bridge just before it fell. Of course. There's 
some pictures even. Don't know if they're photoshopped or not. They very easily. Yeah, I think they as ones are. Uh, I do believe that I know what pictures you're talking about, and they were proven fake. There was an author named John that wrote the Mothman prophecies, and he did. He was in the area, and he was researching it because that was, you know, he's a researcher. He was great, and you guys should go read his book. But he gets into all the UFOs that went on, all those sightings, the Mothman during the middle of it, the Men in Black investigating, and he tried to track down the Men in Black. People would call him. He told them to call him. Hotels would call him. He'd run over there, and then the fucking they would disappear from the room. They, it'd be crazy stuff. His book was actually called The Mothman Prophecies, and then it was later turned into a movie. The movie's not so great, but yeah, the, that I book. Yeah, I actually watch a movie. Extremely boring. <laughs> book very lie. good. Isn't the movie like the fake documentary? Um, I don't know. I, I go watch it. I was pretty preoccupied. I was playing on my phone more interesting the most interesting thing you know i thought mothman in the ntd itself that's cool that's freaky but then all the shit that surrounds and haunts that town oh yeah i mean that town's the talk of it's always there's always something something to talk about every year there's a mothman festival in the fall which is great and we're gonna head there this year and hand out our big turkey and the fat american dream cards to get more followers now i do want to uh Stop you right there, my. You got to keep in mind. Um, yeah, Aaron's fam got family from I, Point Pleasant. I do, and it's kind of hard to explain. I don't know. So obviously, I have a grandma, and my grandma had a mom. Well, her mom, so my great grandmother had a brother, and uh, this he would kinda, be your great uncle. Okay, so my great uncle, he kind of broke off from the pack, or would that be my great great uncle? Yes. Yeah, that would be my two greats uncle. Anyway, his name was Bob. Hell of a man. Um, he moved away from the family, kind of did his own thing, and he moved to Point Pleasant back uh, when he was still in his 20s. Um, and he was around for all of the Mothman, him and his wife were. I was actually lucky enough to talk to my great-great-aunt, Betty, about some of this, and she was able to tell me all about the good old days when the Mothman, the bridge... Well, I mean, the bridge wasn't, you know, the good days, but... Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got an inside scoop on all of this. Yeah, a lot of people in the town, too. That was rural West Virginia. So oh, yeah. when something like this happens, it's pretty entertaining. So they were all over it. And it, the fucking, the people that it happened to that actually saw the mouth man are genuinely freaked out. It, it terrified. I watched the show on the television the other day. Of a couple that went searching in the TNT area recently. Oh, really? And they claimed that they were haunted by the Mothman. And, like, shit kept showing. It was weird. Uh, that's what you get for fucking off. Yeah. I mean, like I said, if you, before, if you go looking for paranormal, you're going to find it. And yeah. that's why we're the champions of the paranormal that's podcast. Right. Yeah. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you guys something. Are you guys ready? Yes. Uh, it depends what it is. On these cryptoid episodes, I'm going to give you the option. I'm going to give you an option to rate one, not believable at all. Two, well, maybe happen. Three, it definitely happened, no doubt in your mind. I will give all of us the option to rate it. So we are going to. I'm going to. I'm going to start off with Griffin. What do you? What do you rate, Mothman, the legend himself, just Mothman, and. I'll, no, you know what? I'll go with the whole town, ta- every situation that happened with the men in black and everything going on in that town. Just rate it. Uh, it how, is it believable? Is it one, two, or three? Pop it out. 2.5. D- one, two, or three? 
really hoping you'd say three. Aaron, speak into the mic. Uh, man, there's just no physical evidence. Of yes, the there is. Of the actual Mothman. Yes, there okay. is. And, I mean, everything, <laughs> almost, pretty much everything's based on an eyewitness accounts from a Like bunch most of things. Yeah, and I mean, you got to think, some of these people were probably just crying for attention. And nah, it's pretty much been debunked. hell with you. Uh, it's not been debunked. Yes, if anything, it's yes, getting more no, proven, no, you dickhead. One, one, I I'm fucking, sorry. I give it a three. We level it out, Griffin. Aaron is not welcome back. No, 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 <laughs> oh, God. I gotta keep my free water. No, fuck off. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Mothman sightings have happened all over the world. Some people call it an owl man, and a lot of reports Mothman comes around when disastrous events take place, more commonly right before the event. Mothman could be an entity around to warn us of what's to come, or he could be an evil spirit that causes things to happen. Whichever is the right variation, be careful when you see the Mothman. The men in black will come for you. This has been a big turkey in the Fat American Dream podcast experience. Please go rate us, like us, email us, do anything. You guys have a good week. We will come back to you. Aaron, you really need to reconsider your one rating. I don't understand how you can believe in Bigfoot and not believe in the Mothman. I believe people will have a problem with this. Well, uh, as much as you're calling me out right now, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to pressure you or anything. Uh, okay, so Bigfoot, I'm going to give it probably a nope. two. No, we're not two. talking about Bigfoot today. Okay, we're, we're talking, talking about, about Mothman. Moth, moth, uh, all the eyewitnesses, all the men in black stories, everything. The better question is. I sent you six hours of stuff to watch. I did, and I watched all of it. And, and then you didn't. I watched my own that I decided to look up. Uh, there was some construction workers that admitted to um, putting red reflectors on balloons and letting them loose. There were, there <laughs> he were, comes in with a defense. I love it. There were multiple teenagers that admitted to dressing up as Mothman and running around the TNT area. There was which a, which it sounds like something I would do too. Like, there, oh, you oh, want to yeah. get fucked with? Yeah, I mean, we've been friends long enough. We know what we would get into. Um, and there was also a pilot who decided he was going to put red reflectors on his plane, cut his engines, and drive over the town. <laughs> oh, my God. Did, tell me you didn't see. You oh, saw this. Oh, yes. I, you sent it to me. And then there was the one guy, of course, who uh, shot a very rare – well, okay. I guess i got to back up. The, guy's, the man's name was Henry. He, was belie he believed that he was being attacked by a Mothman, so he shot and killed the supposed Mothman. Oh, no. And um, it was an owl, and it was a very rare owl for the size. Did he get charged? For the size. <laughs> it was actually a snowy owl, oh, so wow. it was a little bit out of its habitat, and they said it was abnormally large. Its wingspan was up to, uh, what they say, six foot across, and the man claimed that after he shot the snowy owl, and the bridge collapsed. He said that's when everything fell apart for Mothman. Also, there was the one study that you sent me personally of the depth perception or the size perception of things at night. When that's right. They, that's right. They, the, the guys made these cutouts, and um, they made cardboard cutouts. He is cutouts. dismantling Mothman right now. Griffin, how do you feel? No, I love it. This is good. It's, no, this so, is good. Okay. Hold on, Aaron's not done yet. He's got more. He's got more. There was, they did a. This is your intern. Th this was basically a study. They made cardboard cutouts of Mothman, 
and then they put people in these cars at nighttime with these dimly lit headlights that they had back in the 60s on rural roads and these people would see a glimpse of these cutouts of Mothman and almost every person <laughs> over exaggerated oh, the size fuck he is going gee. I mean don't Just get like me they wrong. Exaggerate their penis size. The, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the motion in the ocean, brother. Oh, shit. <laughs> but it just there was so much stuff, and with no physical evidence other than some crazy eyewitnesses. There were multiple eyewitnesses that um, admitted to being fake that they just wanted their you know ten minutes of fame in the spotlight. It's just there's so much. God. It, I, I don't want to come on the podcast and be that, you know, stupid asshole that hey, no one wants to hear. We need to level out sometimes. I do want to believe in these things. Oh, that, don't get me and wrong. And we didn't know they were called cryptoids until recently, cryptids yeah. or whatever. Cryptoids. I just like it. the idea of uh, something more than that's that's regular, paranormal, uh, some, we, something being around. These urban legends are awesome. It's fun where they yeah, come from. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely fun to discuss. But it's yeah. also fun, you know, me being a... Uh, Wanted to believe everything, yep. and I need somebody to level it out. Now I can't if, believe he came back with all these fucking facts, if, though, people. If we if we do a episode on mermaids, I'm going to be on the complete opposite side of the fence. We will I'm do sorry. an episode on mermaids. I totally believe in mermaids. Listen, our next. Are, are, do you have any more closing comments right before we're <sighs> done? There was just so much, but I I do love the whole thing. I have seen the statue in person. Like I said, I got distant family down there, and I fully intend. I guarantee Aaron, Aaron's not going to be going to the Mothman Festival. Oh, Because if you tell people sure. that you are a non-believer, they're going to eat your gonna, asshole out. I'm going to get crucified. Let me out of the comment here. Okay, okay Griffin, Griffin, any closing statements? Aaron, do you believe in God? Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is going to be connected to the Mothman. No, no. This is going to be connected to the Mothman. No. If you believe in God, then why don't you believe in Mothman? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Where did that come from? Uh, Wow, Griffin, lighten it up, buddy. Tone it down a little bit. All right, where is this going? Okay. Aaron, go ahead. Well, let me ask. Yes. Guys, this is our personal opinion. What we say doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily affect reflect, or reflect on yeah. the big turkey yeah, and the yeah, fat yeah, American yeah. dream. Um, yeah, I believe in God, Griffin. What's up? So why don't you believe in Mothman? Um, Are you? I, well, th- that's kind. Well, Griffin. Um, I don't know what to say here. <laughs> Both know, of you guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't believe in Mothman because, well, it's a giant snowy owl that someone shot and killed. And yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, anything else, Griffin, to add? Nope. Oh, God. No, that's it. All right. This is the Big Turkey and the Fat American Dream. You guys have a great week. Next week, we will come at you with the Goatman episode, which Aaron will not dismantle that no, one. No, I won't. All right. Goatman's coming to you next week, guys. Take it easy. Have a great one. Anything? Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Real quick, we thought of something before we all left our studio. Uh, the man who wrote the Mothman Prophecies, I was watching an interview with him, and he said that the Mothman was attracted to blood. He once attacked a gosh darn bloodmobile. And I think I sent you guys both that, right? Yes, I've seen that. But more importantly, he was attracted to menstrual cycles. And the women that he had interviewed, he would also said, were you on your menstrual cycle that week? 
and they all happen to be on their menstrual cycle. How do they remember? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> he, he interviewed them, what, years later? Like yeah, 10 years well, later? Uh, no, he was down there at the time of these sightings, okay, too. So, okay. But, like, isn't that weird, like, in an improper qu- – like, hey, yo, you on the rag? <laughs> no, how did, he wear it? how did he wear it, though? Was he, like – he Yo, mi- like hey, just is how there I said, blood coming out. Yeah, of your he didn't. Ask, no, he didn't. He didn't ask if they were like on their period. He said menstrual cycle. So, just wanted to add that real quick. And we're just tip. We're just kind of tipping the. We're hitting the tip of the iceberg. I mean, there's there's so much deeper shit into this. Hours of footage about Mothman. I mean, you you can. It just goes on and on and on. We and just we hit on ba- uh, basic things that everyone else wait, has hit on. Wait right. a second. We just do it better. Why are you saying how one got it on? That means she got it on during her period. That is. Oh my God, he's he's bringing up how I said I jokingly said earlier in the episode that they were going to the TNT uh, demolition area <laughs> to get it on, and I jokingly said that, and Griffin just linked together that they saw it and Pretty she sure one that's of them. How you get AIDS. <laughs> oh shit! She's like, I can't do anything. I'm on my period. Oh look, there's a a Mothman. <laughs> on that note. We're ending the episode. This was an extra tidbit. I'm sure you'll hear our... uh, Go sponsor us. Thanks. Hey, it's Tyler from the Big Turkey and the Fat American Dream. Did you know a group of turkeys is called a rafter and not a flock? Join our rafter at anchor.fm slash big turkey. Click that support button, and thanks for listening, guys.